Hello, everybody. My name is Phil Seahorn, and this is the fourth episode of Giants. And uh, this uh, podcast uh, is brought to you by myself, Phil Seahorn. Uh, I've been writing for Amazon Kindle for 11 years now. I have a website. Well, I have a Facebook page and a Twitter page. Twitter, Seahorny Publishing Studios, and uh, Facebook, Philip Seahorn, P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S-E-A-H-O-R-N, or you can just go to Google and put in my name, Phil Seahorn. I have been studying UFOs and aliens for 42 years now. On the last three podcasts, um, we uh, my, I covered uh, basic information on giants, bones, uh, the second episode, uh, the second podcast really went into details about uh, the various finds of uh, the Smithsonian Institute institution uh, with bones all over the world, various sizes, various shapes. And uh, the third episode, I just really basically covered, uh, it was kind of a lot in that, uh, basically the beginning of the universe or the beginning of the galaxy at this point. Uh, this fourth uh, podcast, we're going to talk about uh, well, basically, the name of the uh, this podcast is uh, "The Moon and Giants Fall to Earth." Now, in our last podcast, I always want to say that in our last podcast, uh, I talked to you guys about uh, the uh, Earth being formed, uh, reptilians um, coming to Earth uh, on the only landmass that existed at the time. Uh, they named that landmass Lemuria, and um, it's also known as Pangea, P-A-N-G-E-A. Uh, I have a bachelor's degree in history, Washington University, St. Louis, Missouri. I got that in uh, 2013. I went back to school. Um, I love history. Uh, but this aspect of history, or the alien-human connection, I just find very fascinating. So this is the information I'm sharing with you guys. Now... We're going to start at the point where the uh, reptilians uh, took over Lemuria, uh, the only really landmass on the newly formed Earth that they, too, uh, created. Now, this is where it gets, um, it's not murky, but the time frame is, is something that's uh, a little kind of uh, kilter. We're talking uh, after this event. 50 to 100,000 years. Now, that would be enough time for the Earth at that point uh, to have broken into uh, various landmasses. Now, um, it's not the same landmass that we know of today with the seven continents and the ocean, of course, uh, and the uh, basic historical, archaeological speculation was that uh, Pangea or Lemuria, the one large landmass uh, that was the first landmass that was created after uh, an object that the reptilians uh, propelled through our solar system, stripped the uh, atmosphere and the water, well, stripped the water from a giant water planet, uh, this planet from the sun. Uh, that was Earth, and it, they created Earth. Uh, it's in the last podcast, third podcast. So where we're at right now, and this is, <laughs> it gets weirder and weirder. Um, my research in, into all this was uh, incredibly, what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> um, you know, I write science fiction. I've got uh, two science fiction anthology books that 
Uh, you can find it on Amazon, shameless plug. Seahorny Publishing Studios presents Portal. Uh, so that's shameless plug. Uh, but uh, the thing with what I'm about to, to share with you, again, I say this every podcast, go grab your products from the dispensary if you're already using it. You'll find it comes in handy because, quite frankly, this is some wacky shit. Okay, now, 50 to 100 years after uh, the reptilians formed, and giants are involved in all this. You're like, well, wait a minute, this is a podcast about giants? What the hell is, the fuck is this guy talking about? Uh, believe me, it, it, it all ties in. So no, we're talking 50 to 100 years, uh, 50 to 100,000 years after that event uh, where the Earth was actually created. Now, and uh, it's broken into land masses. In that period of time, there was something happened, you know, in that long period of time, many, many things happened, different cultural, different political uh, climates change. And this is where Star Wars comes in and uh, Star Trek. Now, uh, in the last podcast, I suggested that uh, you guys could look up the moon of Mimas and uh, the Death Star from Star Wars. Let's start with Star Wars here. All right. Now, if you look at those, if you've already looked those things up, then uh, you can understand the nature of what I'm about to say ongoing. Uh, as I talked about in the last podcast, uh, reptilians were very adept after hundreds of thousands of years of converting small planetoids or asteroids or whatever into weapons. Uh, and in the situation with the moon, now 50 to 100,000 years after uh, Earth was formed, Apparently, something had happened in the universe to where they reigned in the reptilians. The reptilians are still, in 2020, extremely vicious, evil beings. And they were patterned after the evil empire in Star Wars. Now, the Star Wars connection. How did George Lucas, who the fuck was working for George Lucas at the time, that thought up the design for the Death Star that looks exactly like a real moon, which is the moon of Mimas, that was discovered less than 10 years ago. Yes, if you look that up, you see the moon of Mimas and George Lucas's 19, he wrote Star Wars in 72, 1972 image of this thing called the Death Star. They look exactly the same. The reasoning behind that. And here we go. If you light them, if you got them, light them up. <laughs> All right. Um, the reptilians in this 50 to 100,000 year period uh, had established large bases uh, around Mar on Mars, um, Saturn, Venus, all those areas there. In that period of time, they exported a lot of the fauna from their home planet. Now, here we go. Okay. What they did was they constructed a, again, they're, they're very, very adept at doing this. They constructed a large, round object, okay, spaceship, asteroid, whatever. They constructed this, and we're talking about the region between Venus, Mars, all, all that area. And they loaded a lot of the, the fauna onto the makeshift large round 
huge vessel, transported that vessel and placed it strategically in orbit over the Earth for scientific reasons, for space navigation, star navigation, and to set the, the um, days and nights on Earth. This was strategically placed in Earth's orbit to create these effects. Um, the, the assumption is that uh, the um, uh, reptilians were very adept at terraforming as well. So they knew exactly how to position this object, what gravitational forces it would play on the planet Earth, what not. and of course that's the moon. Yes, the reptilians placed the moon in orbit inside of the moon was their food source, dinosaurs. Now, you're saying, what the fuck? NASA has already proven that the moon is hollow. You can look this up. That the moon is hollow. They've already proven that. Uh, in the uh, very first Apollo missions, all the aliens that were on the moon at the time kind of uh, made it clear that uh, Earth's astronauts were not welcome on the moon. And there's many, many accounts from NASA astronauts, the ones that they haven't killed because of this information. And that's another podcast, really, seriously. NASA is, is a motherfucker, I'll tell you. NASA is a motherfucker. That's motherfucker in capital letters. I mean, killings, bribings, alterations of information, data. They have two separate departments. One department fucks with videos. The other department fucks with photos, erasing any type of alien information in there. NASA has already announced that the moon is hollow. That's what the moon is, and that's what, that's what the moon was, and that's what the moon is. Okay, here comes the giant part. Now, the 50 to 100 years uh, 50 to 100,000 years, some type of, of uh, and this is where Star Trek comes in, some type of real federation of planets formed the sole purpose of keeping these crazy motherfucking reptilians in check. They were that bad. <laughs> they were that fucking bad to keep them in check. They also made the reptilians a part of this coalition or this federation. The moon was a federation base. The Mars was a federation base. On the moon at that time, estimated, now, you know, these are figures that anybody can pull out, you know, pull the figures out of their ass. But basically what research, what was, what happened was that there had to have been close to maybe 50 probably 75, 100 million aliens using the moon as a base. Now, what the fuck, Hoggy? The moon is hollow. Now, you have to understand, and this is uh, also about the hollow Earth. People are wondering, well, how can these huge worlds with suns exist inside the Earth? Quite easily. Quite easily, because the Earth is, is far larger inside than outside. But that is... 12 fucking podcasts, darling. You can look that up. The hollow, Earth's, uh, the hollow Earth theory, you guys can look that up. 
um, for the one or two people who took podcast, and thank you very much for listening. By the way, uh, now back to uh, the moon and being a Federation moon base, where Gene Roddenberry was given this idea by the reptilians. Oh, what the fuck! As I said in uh, past podcasts, uh, the reptilians who control the United States, uh, their sense of humor is irony. And they use Hollywood as their voice. And they use Hollywood to basically tell us what's going on. Now, Star Wars and Star Trek have so many things in in their storylines that they could not have possibly thought up. It's too coincidental to alien research on the part of myself and other people that have been and I've been doing it for 42 years. Okay. Um, with Star Wars, um, the obvious reptilian uh, association uh, with uh, Star Wars is uh, the the uh, moon of Mimas, of course, and uh, the Death Star. Star Trek with the Federation that existed uh, 100,000 years ago, 50 to 100,000 years ago, Federation of Planets. On the moon at that time were so many different alien races. Now, the second podcast, if I recall, one of the uh, things about studying giants, especially using the bones, uh, the archaeological finds and bones as some type of basis of study, is that all the bones discovered all over the world of giants of various shapes and sizes, okay? There's not been a routinely, oh, well, these are the giants and they were 20, 30 feet written, written in stone or whatever. No, that was not the case. And that's been a very, very baffling thing for archaeologists uh, and people such as myself who study UFOs and aliens and people who are studying uh, or researching giants in particular. Here comes the explanation, folks. All right. Now. As I said, the reptilians were crazy as motherfuckers. They still are. Uh, I mean, we're talking about 100,000 years of the most sociopathic behavior, tactics, warfare that you could possibly think of. I mean, these motherfuckers are like Al-Qaeda, ISIS. Think of the worst fucking, the Klan, fucking white supremacists. Think of any fucking crazy-ass hate group with 100,000 years to 200,000 years of tech to back them up. Yeah, yeah, the reptilians were badasses. I mean, no, not, quote, not badasses, horrors, complete fucking horrors. Um, so the, the Federation really kept a tight rein on them. Now, here, the reptilians didn't like that shit, obviously. They launched another fucking attack. Okay, now at this time, the uh, federation of these planets uh, that existed at the time didn't trust the Lemurians or the reptilians on Earth because they were the only beings on Earth at that time. The federation at that point in time was talking about colonizing Earth uh, and making it into a base, which it is today. Uh, Earth is exactly like the base on the moon. Uh, There's estimated to be between 900 alien races and cultures existing on earth today in 2020 
in underground bases on the Earth. Like I said, the, the interior of the Earth is like 20 times the exterior of the Earth. It is huge. So, yeah, you could easily have 900 different bases with 900 different types of aliens. Jumping back to the story of the moon and the uh, base on the moon, there were a lot of humanoids on the moon. Now, I talked about the last podcast, uh, or it could be the second podcast, how the gravitational forces at that time, again, 100,000 years being what it is a long time ago, but the existing humanoid races at the time were thousands of years old. They were of various sizes, okay? These giant humanoids, as I stated in the last uh, podcast, because of the gravity, humans or humanoids that kind of resemble us mostly at that time average 10 to 15 feet tall. Okay, that's again because of the gravitation was, was much stronger back then. They had to be larger. And I talked about super Earths as well in the last podcast. That explained all that. So if you want to reference the third podcast, you could. Finally, if you just like, what the fuck is this guy talking about? Now, on the base, as the reptilians attacked, they, they blew the fuck out of the moon. And this is the part where gods fall to, where giants fall to earth, or gods in, in a lot of traditions. This all happened in, in, in like the same, because there are these stories all over the world of giants or aliens falling to earth. And this was all over the world. In, in all cultures, practically all over the world, there are some stories of giants or aliens or angels falling to the earth. That was this attack. Now, there were a lot of humanoid aliens on the base. We're talking about 20, 50 million of these aliens on the moon and that, on that base. That explains why there are so many different sizes of bones that exist today. Another thing, this is what really puzzled a lot of people and why they really debunked the whole giant existing theory. And this is why the Smithsonian showed up, especially with the black suits. The majority of these bones were human-like but they would have protrusions from the skulls or various other anatomical, anatom I can't pronounce that, you know, differences that say, hey, these look like human bones, or we got horns coming out, there's knots coming out, you know, and the different sizes of the bones. Again, that's because of the so many of the aliens that were on the, the moon at the time when it blew up. These were the giants that fell to Earth, okay? Now, we're 1930, so I, I think I, mean, I got time to cover basically at this point what happened in the whole period of time. Um, the uh, Federation sent down these bad-ass humanoids. I mean, these motherfuckers were feared even by the reptilians, okay? A whole race of these motherfuckers. And I know somebody pulled this name. I, there's just no way this name could be correct, but we'll just go with this, okay? Uh, from the information I got, these people were called Atlans. Well, you know where I'm going with this. All right. Yes, the Federation sent Atlans 
to a, to this one other large landmass that existed at the time, and that of course was Atlantis. Okay, now the Atlans were sent for one specific purpose: to put foot to ass to the reptilians on Earth. Okay, in Lemuria, that kicked off a whole bunch of shit, which resulted in the giants being blown up on the moon and coming to the Earth. The big contention here we go. Based on my studies. The big contention where the dinosaurs were shitting and fucking everything up all over the bases and the, the whole alien operations on Earth. And the humans or the humanoids were fed up with the reptilians because it's not, you understand, the reptilians and humans have been killing each other for hundreds of thousands of years at that point. So there was no love lost. And it was, it's, it's uh, been suggested that the Federation at the time wanted to get the fucking uh, reptilians off Earth so they can actually turn the Earth into a, a base at the time to where everybody wasn't trying to kill each other. Well, the reptilians fucked that up. The Atlans were so fucking crazy that they launched an all-out attack, kill all the dinosaurs at one time. There you go, folks. The thing that science can't figure out why did all the dinosaurs suddenly disappear? That's why. All right. Reptilians pissed off like a motherfucker. Food source entirely destroyed, which is understandable because this was a food source that was servicing the reptilian bases on Earth and as far away as Mars. I mean, they, they were the, this was the Costco, the Walmart, or the, 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 the uh, butcher shop. Uh, food source for the rest of the uh, reptilian outpost in our galaxy at the time. So fucking with them dinosaurs was a really big thing. Now the Atlans, and let, let me share this with you. I think I have time. We're at 22 minutes right now. The Atlans, uh, once Atlantis was destroyed, the Atlans established um, colonies. Those colonies were called Greece. That's right. Greece. Grecians are the descendants, or they're, they're Atlanteans. And the one central crazy-ass group of Atlanteans or the Atlans that was purposely sent down to Earth to fight the reptilians and to keep the motherfuckers in check on Earth, they devolved, again, because, you know, they all saw their tech when they came to Earth. These particular Atlans or the Atlanteans devolved into Greece, okay, and the Spartans. The Spartans are the true Atlanteans, or the Atlans, the Spartans from Greece. They were the Atlanteans. They were the Atlans. They were the crazy motherfuckers. They were the only, one, the only humanoids at that time that could go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the reptilians, and the reptilians actually feared these people. That's, that's some crazy shit right there. So anyway, okay, so at this point in time, all the giants from the, the moon base fall to Earth all over, the, all over the world, all over the world. They crash landed all over the world. Now, of course, you have to understand that once the base on the moon was destroyed and these various uh, giant uh, humanoid aliens, you know, had to come to Earth, 
they didn't have their text. So that's why every, they, everything devolved, even um, the, everything to tech. Um, one part of uh, the uh, giants that came to earth, uh, part of uh, a particular race were the most predominant. This race seemed to have survived all the cataclysms up until today in 2020. This particular segment of giant races, humanoid races, are the giants that have been described today in archaeological finds to some extent. And I have a podcast episode coming up where there was an encounter by the American military in 2003 of one of these giants. Yes, that's in a future podcast. Yeah, that is that that you guys will hear about. That's and that will be the entire thirty minutes of the podcast because there's a lot to to, to you know to unpack. But these particular redheaded giants, they're the ones that have been passed down in history that a lot of people are really familiar with in studying giants: uh, long protruding heads, double rows of teeth, bottom teeth, red hair and six digits, six fingers, okay? And the reason why they're so renowned among people like myself who are studying and looking into uh, the existence of giants and history of giants is that these are the giants that exist today in 2020. Many of the reports that you're hearing about or uh, you may have read about or seen on YouTube, these giants actually still exist today. And again, that's at a future podcast. So we're running it down now. Thank you very much. This has been the fourth podcast for Giants. This podcast was called The Moon and Giants Fall to Earth. My name is Phil Seahorn. Thank you for listening. You can find me online Google Phil Seahorn, P-H-I-L-S-E-A-H-O-R-N. Twitter, Seahorn uh, ePublishing Studios. And Facebook, Philip Seahorn. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you very much. Have a nice evening. Peace.